We're back with another episode, episode number 18 of Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, brought to you by Numbers Don't Lie Productions. In this interview, we had Tina Knipe, the CEO of On The Ball Sports. We learned how Tina's vast array of experience as a software developer and participant and administrator in sports has led to this fantastic all-in-one solution, letting parents, coaches, and players focus on the most important thing, enjoying the sports they love. Tina also had some great advice as sports leagues and teams look at how to come back in a post-pandemic sports world. Before we get into the interview... Be sure to subscribe so new episodes will be sent to you automatically, and please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the services offered by Numbers Don't Lie and how we can help you highlight your athlete's special skills, be sure to visit numbersdontlie.biz. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, where we bring you insights from top athletes, their sports journey, and those positively impacting the youth sports community. If you're ready like we are, let's go. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're honored to have Tina Knipe, CEO of On the Ball Sports. Tina, welcome to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. I know it's a difficult time for all of us with the pandemic and shutdown, but I'm glad we're able to connect and we can um, get the, uh, you know, get some information out about your company and how you're helping uh, sports organizations. So Tina, let's start by you taking a few moments to tell us a little bit about yourself and the backstory behind your company on the ball sports. Sure. So I grew up um, playing basketball, so had a real passion for it as a kid, um, played um, for up through high school and then um, got married. So kind of sports went by the wayside for a while until I had kids and then, of course, cycled back into the sports world. Um, both of my children played basketball. Um, so I ended up being involved in pretty much any position at all you can imagine from team mom. I've been an athletic director. Um, I've been a partner in an AAU basketball organization. And so I've kind of seen the entire world of what it looks like to kind of work with sports organizations. Um, so in that process, um, I ended up, I'm a software developer by trade. So I ended up writing the initial platform that we used for our basketball organization. And um, then I started kind of like letting other organizations use it. And then about a year ago, we fully launched on the ball sports as more of a business. So uh, the company itself, now how long, let, let's go a little bit back to your background as a software developer. Uh, how, how long, um, what's your experience uh, in software development? How long have you been doing software development? About 20 years. Okay. Um, I went, I worked for a, um, my parents' company um, started about 25 years ago. And in that process, we did um, software solutions for telecommunications companies. And so we built the CRM systems. And so I came up through the days when it was Clipper and then it was um, GUI interfaces when Windows came out and went through the Visual Basic era. And so just kind of fast forward into the web development. Okay, so a lot of web development, and then does that include now uh, in to, uh, for today, does that include uh, like mobile apps and different things like that? Are you able to develop those? 
Yes, yeah, so we're actually in the process of doing our first Mo app. So okay. since the platform's been so young and it constantly changes, we have kind of waited to launch the app until we kind of stabilize the product, get the features in that um, were most beneficial to our clients. So now we're in the process of building out the mobile app. So why don't we just go right into it? Uh, can you walk us through how On The Ball Sports works? How, how it, what is the service? What is the platform and how does it work? Okay, so the platform, which is the easier part to talk about, manages a sports organization. So everything from their online registrations, their public-facing websites, um, through their scheduling, through their um, player management, their teams, they can manage tournaments. Um, so pretty much everything that a sports organization needs to be able to effectively manage. Now, um, what, what happens in most of our clients is there are lots and lots and lots of volunteer organizations who have limited time to be able to manage the organization. And let's be honest, we've all gotten into sports organization because we wanted to have fun, we wanted to be involved with the kids, and kind of the management side of things is kind of like an afterthought. So what I'm really good at is the management side of things. So we looked at it and said, okay, we can be most beneficial and be the most help to an organization if we also help them manage. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll provide services so we can help them from everything from doing their scheduling to be in their customer support with their parents, to be in the customer support with their staff, to setting up the system for them, um, to even posting on their website, posting on their social media. So kind of coming in and being that behind the scenes person that can really, really make them a really strong um, organization that people enjoy being a part of. How does the pricing model work for this uh, on the different levels? So one, you have the, the platform itself that if if I'm competent enough and you do have a strong organizer and leader, you may not need your services uh, as far as your management services. So what's that pricing model versus a uh, kind of a full suite of, of services that you can offer as far as management goes? So our pricing model starts, so we start at $2.50 per player. And so what that means is that when you're in your registration cycle, you're going to pay our fee and then you're going to use the system for the rest of the year. So what we did is we looked at organizations and said, you know, they have the money when their players are registering. We don't want to be a burden to them six months after their season's over and they're struggling to be able to pay for a solution that's kind of sitting dormant while they're waiting for the next season to start. So it, that's where we take our fee. Um, so that's what it starts if it's just platform. So if they just want us to set up the platform and then run it themselves, that's, that's what our fee is. And okay. then we go all the way up where we do full managed services and that can be up to $25 a player, okay. but that's really extreme. That that's somebody who doesn't want to run their organization at all. Okay. And how big big and or small of an organization would this platform work for? Would it, would it work for an individual uh, travel ball team versus an entire organization? Um, we do have some travel organizations. We usually don't go below 100 players. Okay. So the 10, 10 player travel team, it's, the system's too big. To okay. be able to really, they, you know, there's lots of solutions out there and tell them we're just a little bit overkill for what you have going on. Um, and then we do all the way up into price, 
up into parks and rec organizations mm -hmm. and we do do volume discounts so if you start getting into large volumes the price does come down so. okay so do you guys does the platform and does the management services also work in conjunction with uh, any type of fundraising for the organization Mm -hmm. So we actually have a full service sponsorship model. So we'll actually help you manage your sponsorships. Um, so one of the challenges that happens a lot of times in organizations is they do a great job getting the initial sponsorships. Parents will go out there and get businesses to sponsor, but then maybe the parents drop out the next year and you don't have that connection to the organization anymore. So we actually have tools built in the system that it will automate and automatically send a renewal notice to the organization so you're not having to keep chasing them down year after year to get you know um the sponsorship back again and you're not dependent on whoever kind of um manage that you know sponsorship to begin with so if i'm a local uh, aau or, or little league organization and i i want to you know go with it the, the platform as well as some management services to help us manage some things. How does that work? Do I have like one person, a, an individual who's my liaison to the company and is the, the manager or am I working with um, multiple different people? No. So we try to do teams of three and one will be lead project manager for the organization. So we have one lead on the team. And then, so we try to eliminate you calling and having to re-explain the problem. And not only that, but that gives us the ability to be very ingrained into your organization. So we know what's going on and you're not having to, you know, reach out to us all the time. Usually through the first registration cycle, we learn your organization and we'll get to know, you know, how you run things, how you like to do things. And so that we can kind of, you know, guess at what you're going to be needing next. So that's, that's how, and so we try to keep it in teams. Now that's in the perfect world. You know, people quit, things happen, but for the most part, we really try to maintain that model. And, and how many employees does the company have? Uh, right now with me, we have six. Okay. Um, we were growing really well. <laughs> Obviously we're kind of like sitting right now. So we'll right. see what happens. Right. And the way uh, being a uh, kind of an online platform as well, do you think, uh, you know, are, are you able to adapt right now during this period of, of the shutdown a little bit easier? Not, well, nothing's easy right now, but are you able to manage a little better than, you know, say if you were in a brick, brick and mortar type business, um, that kind of thing? Are, are you, you guys doing okay? Yeah, we're doing okay. Um, the, the challenge right now is, so what we did is, at the beginning of this, we reached out to our clients and said, these are some things that you need to be thinking of. One of the biggest things that we work with a lot of independent organizations and in the parks and rec world, you know this, a lot of our organizations use park and rec facilities. So you're going to be using those facilities to catch up and the independents may not have facilities available. So we reached out to them and said, here's some things to be aware of. Let's, let's make a plan. Let's look at worst case scenario is, and then let's plan for that. We're kind of proactive a little bit with our clients to try to make sure that they're thinking through, 
you know, what's going to happen when sports start back up again. And it seems like you're, you're actually being able to add some value that they necessarily aren't always paying for, but you're coming in with just some expertise and, and value you can add to them during this time just to prepare for the future. And um, that's, that's a great service you guys are able to do and provide that value during this downtime for them. Yeah. And I tell you, one of the biggest things that we see adding value is sometimes just a sounding board. Yep. So we'll get, we'll get clients call and say, Hey, I got this idea. Do you have anybody else that's doing that? Or we see it work really good with wor- one organization and we can be like, Hey, you know, we have somebody trying this. Why don't, why don't we try that with you and see how that works? Right. So we really try to share across all of our organizations. Um, and I tell you, sports is a really close knit group and Everybody that we come across is more than happy to share ideas and even resources if it's if it's a good fit. Right. So I, I just want to go back a little bit. So you guys do registration. Uh, you also do uh, team management. Uh, is it can a, a an individual coach within that organization communicate with his team within your platform? Yes. So we have okay. multiple portals. Um, so you can have staff portals. You can have parent portals. Team mom portals. We try to spread out the work as much as possible. So we try to set it up where that coach isn't dependent on the league administrator to kind of get stuff done for him. So we try to give him all the tools he needs to be able to manage whatever it is you need him to manage. Okay. So let's go back to your pricing model then now that that I kind of have a better understanding of registration as well. So let's just say a $100 per hundred dollar registration fee for a participant just to have a flat fee and just for uh you know numbers we take out the two dollars and fifty cents as an example uh during their registration do they register with their credit card on the uh their individual organization but on the ball sports platform that's where they would register correct Yes, correct. So is, is there additional then processing fees per those registrations? So in the end, in that 250 model, they may be getting $95 uh, for the registrant in, in the end? Right. And it's up to him. We can do it one of two ways. We can pass on all of the processing fee to the end user. We can pass on part of the processing fee or the organization can just include that in their cost of doing business. Uh, normally what we recommend is to pass on our fee as kind of that processing fee because in today's world people are kind of used to seeing that and then the cost of doing business is the credit card processing fee and and how are you getting uh how are you reaching out to organizations uh you know obviously you have someone on your team that's working on marketing and you contacted us but how, how are you getting the word out to organizations to local parks and recreation communities or uh, organizations local little leagues how, how are you marketing um, a lot of it is word of mouth right now. We do do okay. some, we pay per click, social media advertising, okay. but honestly, our clients usually recommend us. Okay. We also have one of, you asked me before about kind of funding for our organizations to help them with funding. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have an affiliate program so that if our organization recommends us to another organization, we give them a percentage of the, whatever that organization pays us back. So they, I actually have one organization that pays for all of their fees that way. Wow. Yeah. So we do that, you know, as just to try to help, you know, it right. obviously helps us, but it also helps. It's a give back to our organization. Okay, Tina. Uh, how many clients and organizations do you guys serve right now? Um, so we're up to about 150 right now. Okay. 
Yep. Very, very so. good. And only a, a year, year and a half in and, you know, hopefully you guys can hang on and bounce back because it sounds like you have a really a great concept and, and platform here. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm hoping so too. Um, we'll, we'll see what, we'll, as with everybody else in sports, we'll see what happens. Right, right. Now, Tina, in a questionnaire we sent you before the show, we asked uh, that if you had to choose one, what is the biggest problem you are trying to solve in the world of youth sports? And you answered that you would like to make sports fun for everyone involved, including the staff, parents, and players. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So when I, my son played um, basketball, especially in the AAU circuit, one of the biggest challenges we had as parents was communication, and it would be frustrating. So if we didn't know what was going on, we're busy, coaches are busy, everybody's busy, and if that flow of communication isn't happening, you become frustrated and it doesn't become fun. And then unfortunately for our son, some of that frustration got taken out on him. So um, what we try to do is make sure the organizations become very well run and nobody gets frustrated and everybody knows what's going on. And so they can concentrate on just, you know, having fun. That's, you know, I played basketball to have fun with my friends and to be involved with the team. And that's really what we want to do is make sure that our organizations are just getting the stuff down to the parents and the staff so that they can enjoy being a coach or being a parent. Okay, so how do you advise organizations, coaches, and administrators uh, when it comes to dealing with parents, especially when it comes to difficult conversations and situations that they may need, may need to have? Uh, I know you, you, you like to advise your clients on that. Um, how do you do that? Um, so we tell them to be frank and to cut it off at the beginning. So one of the things that we see is stuff festers, and it, then it becomes out of control. Um, so we always advise our clients to the minute that you get an email that says something, it doesn't matter if you think that the parent is being realistic or if it's not realistic, you need to address it right then and just take care of it instead of letting it go. Um, that's the number one thing we tell our organizations. Just, just address whatever's going on and then take care of it and move on. Okay, we're down to our final four rapid fire questions that we usually do with our athletes, but we switch it up a little bit when we have organization. So if you're ready, I'm just going to go right into the final four. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, what's on the ball sports one big goal for the next year? And I know that's changed over the last month, but uh, what, what's the one big goal for on the ball sports? Uh, to, we would like to sign about 10 parks and rec organizations in the next year. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received from a coach, mentor, or parent? To um, not let things get to me. So when, when certain things happen, to just roll with the punches. Okay, who's your favorite athlete and why? Um, LeBron James, because he's not a, he's not a uh, diva. <laughs> okay, where can people follow on the ball sports and find out more? about everything you guys are doing and uh, more information on the organization and uh, how to, um, you know, procure your services. Um, so we're online at ontheballsports.tech. We're also on pretty much all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, so it's on the ball sports um, on any of those platforms. And they can always reach out to me. Um, it's tina.nipe at ontheballsports.app. 
we, we want to thank you again very much. And uh, I, I really like the platforms you have. Is there anything you want to add uh, before I let you go just uh, about anything, any questions you might have? Um, I don't think so. Um, the one thing that I will say is we right now will, if there's any sports organization that just wants to chat, um, we have a schedule call with us on the, on our website. You don't have to be a client. If you just need some help, you know, kind of wading through what it's going to look like at the end of this, we're always happy to chat and give you, you know, what some of our organizations are doing. Tina, again, thank you very much. Um, I, I wish you the best, uh, you know, you and your family, make sure you take care of yourself and hopefully we'll be back out of this uh, shutdown and pandemic real soon. And um, we can start getting out there, especially with our sports again. So thank you. Thanks, PJ. I appreciate you having me on. We hope you enjoyed this episode of highlighting the best of youth sports. Be sure and subscribe and please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you or someone you know are interested in learning more about Numbers Don't Lie and what we do, what programs and services we offer for athletes, and how to get your athlete involved, be sure to visit numbersdontlie.biz. Until our next episode, go out and win the day and never miss your opportunity to be great. Thanks for listening to Highlighting the Best of You Sports.